0: Hey, Adventures with Dead Jews listeners. It's Tablet Studios producer Josh Cross. I wanted to share a new podcast we've just released called Covering Their Tracks. The show examines the French National Rail Company's complicity with the Nazis during World War II. The company, known as SNCF, transported thousands of people to concentration camps and then tried to hide that from history. Over five episodes, We hear the extraordinary story of a young man's escape from a moving SNCF train bound for Auschwitz and his fight to hold SNCF accountable. There are two episodes available now, and the remaining three will be released over the next few weeks. You can find covering their tracks wherever you get your podcasts. And to give you a little taste, here's the first few minutes of the first episode. Have a listen.
1: That's the opening to a film called La Bataille du Rai, or the Battle of the Rails. It was released just after the Nazis' concentration camps were liberated. Now imagine you're France. Your country is in tatters after occupation and collaboration. You have to figure out how you're gonna step into the future. Imagine that pressure, that self-consciousness, How is the rest of the world going to look at you? How could they possibly understand what you've been through? What do you want them to see? And what don't you want them to see? One way to deal with this question is to make a movie. Make a movie and cast yourself as the hero. And that's exactly what the French did. In the film, all the French railway workers are fighting the German occupation, resisting through all kinds of mechanical and bureaucratic tactics. There's even one scene where they sabotage one of their own trains carrying German weapons. At the end, the French are successful, the Germans are killed, and the trains, well, they never reach their destination. It's a patriotic story that gives France a singular, overwhelmingly positive national identity to rally behind. And in 1947, La Bataille du Rai won two prizes at the Cannes Film Festival. It was a blockbuster hit. The problem is the narrative isn't true. That's lawyer Harriet Tayman. Not one single deportation train was ever sabotaged. But you listen to them, they were all, everybody was in the resistance, everybody was fighting. Except somehow, while everybody was fighting, 73,000 people were deported to Auschwitz. I'm Matthew Slutsky, and this is Covering Their Tracks, the extraordinary story of the SNCF's denial of its history and how storytelling can be used to confront the past and achieve justice.
0: During World War
1: II, France's state-run railway known as SNCF transported thousands of Jews to their deaths in Nazi prison camps.
0: We have memories that haunt us
1: and will haunt us to our dying day.
0: They were paid per head per kilometre to transport people, human beings. You must try to get off the train so somebody will remember, somebody will tell the story of what happened to us.
1: I'm announcing my administration's efforts to transform travel in America with an historic investment in high-speed rail. SNCF has never accepted moral or financial responsibility for its actions, and until it does so, it should not be permitted to get taxpayer money. 70 years is far too long to wait for a company to accept responsibility for the death and suffering it caused. Those are the voices of Holocaust survivors, newscasters, lawyers, Senator Joe Lieberman, and President Barack Obama. They're all talking about trains, and that's the story that brings us here. Today, the French National Railroad, known as SNCF, exists as a pinnacle of train travel, a Fortune 500 company. During World War II, however, the railway was complicit in the Holocaust, transporting approximately 76,000 French Jews, in addition to countless others, including American POWs, toward Nazi concentration camps around Europe. Over the next five episodes, you'll hear about the clash of business, law, government, corporate and moral accountability, and of a diplomatic crisis that would go to the highest levels of the U.S. and French governments. One man would even manage to leap from one of these trains, speeding towards Auschwitz, and he would ultimately tell the world his story. But to set the table, we're going to start in post-war France.